Hi, this is Twenties Convos with Wally and Toby, a conversation between two age-old friends about life. Um, I'll put money into a retirement plan that, that pays a premium after a certain point in time. The world? And everything in between. We just need to acknowledge that there are differences and there are similarities, but it doesn't. There's just not one way to be black. On this episode, we took a look at domestic workers and the cultural nuances surrounding them. Here is a recap. All right, so welcome to episode five of Twenties Combos. Um, today we're talking about. Oh, I can't believe it's five already. Yeah, well. like it's 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 crazy. Like I was counting, but August is one of those weird months that has five Saturdays. So it's like so, it's actually messing up a few of my plans. August needs to go. Like he needs to like twenty. Okay, let me not say twenty twenty because we started this in twenty twenty. So um, there's been good things so far. Um. But yeah, like, so today we're talking about... Oh, by the way, t- today I've got my eye on the comments as well. Yeah, okay, yeah. So I'll try to contribute to the comments too. All right, cool, cool, cool. Makes sense, makes sense. All right, so um, today we're talking about the house help arrangement. And so I'll just even dive straight into it in the sense that we initially th- thought this topic, like what he said on, on, on his post on the stories, we initially thought this topic was going to be like straightforward, just, you know, yarn a few things here and there and, you know, bless everybody's souls and move on. But then, you know, as I started to do research and what started to do research as well, things just started to come up that I feel more like repressed memories or just general, you know, weirdness started to come up. And then I also like picked up the conversation with a few of my housemates and, got some interesting you know comments that made me feel like okay this is actually a deep topic that needs to be like dived into proper but overall the 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 thing about it is that obviously like you know as as the middle class has grown larger in most like developing countries and things like that you know more more and more more often than not parents and you know people raising families um need help basically right and so the question then is you know how 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 do they find, you know, people that help them, right? You know, do they go through formal services, which I don't think we have a lot of, you know, in Nigeria, to be fair. Um, so it's usually like connections and, you know, someone from your family or someone from your village, quote unquote, that you bring in to, to help you with things. And honestly, that's not bad in the, in the sense of it's like, we'll dive into what the history of it was in, 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 a, in a way. But it's also that, you know, okay, you're paying for a service, cool. But, you know, how old is the person that you're paying? Um, second of all, you know, like how is the person being treated? We all have stories of, you know, friends that will go to their house and, you know, probably like every three or four months they have a new house help, quote unquote. And you're wondering like, you know, what's going on. And the thing about children is, you know, most times, um, you know, you build bonds with some of these, um, you know, people that, that hang around and, you know, you have to, next thing, next thing you know, there's just someone else. But anyways, that's just a long winded way of saying that, you know, this is a topic that probably will hit close to home for most of us. Um, and hopefully we come out of this with a new perspective on, you know, on the issue of domestic workers. Um, but to kick things off, uh, let's, let me throw it to you, Wale, in the sense that what has been your, just lightweight, what, what has been your general relationship with domestic workers? Like, you know, did you have one growing up um, or did you have friends that had one? And, you know, what was the vibe that you remember, you know, without all experience? I didn't have one to be fair. And I know we did have, so I know growing up when I was probably, six seven yeah three there about i know there was somebody we had in our house i won't come it's like nowhere you have those family-like arrangements where there's somebody yeah who's probably distant 
mm-hmm. cousin or distant nephew of your dad and mom and yeah. they stay with you mm-hmm. but te- technically they are not house elves but you, but you know deep down in your heart yeah. that they help out with stuff mm-hmm. right yeah and, and you know deep down that your your parents mom or dad would assign certain things to them as carers but you don't call them house elves yeah yeah so yeah i know we had and and, and i know we, i know we had someone like that when i was very young my experience is short-lived because again this was somebody who i know existed in my house when i was probably between four and seven or six mm. right so and I, and I know his name was i think his name was it uh, was sunday mm. something like that mm. but but yeah uh and, and like i said it was not like the house help you know, but you know deep down that he was some of the guy or the person who was doing certain chores or stuff at home. At home, yeah, yeah. But what I do, and but what I do remember was the fact that my mom did not like the idea. Okay. Um. So I don't know whose idea it was. Eventually, and it's a... funny how I say this now, and it's funny how I say this now because I haven't spoken about this to anybody in my house yet. Mm. So I probably will after this phone call and bring mm. bring his name up. Yeah. But I know my mom did not like the idea because. I remember a time where my sisters, I still actually asked if we could have one. Wow. Right. Okay. Yeah. And this was probably, this was probably like when I was then in like primary school. Hmm. And my mom said no, like straight up no. She wasn't a big fan of the idea. So again, I'm not sure who, whose idea um, having that, that guy in our house was, but I know the arrangement was sort of a family-like thing, but I know he, um, he left Okay. Because uh, he left on his own accord, and I think he had to go to school or something. Mm-hmm. So, but I know he still talks to my dad and my mom because because I know they mentioned him, his name a few times. Yeah. Like five years ago, six years ago. Yeah. So that's my own experience. It's a bit short lived because in the sense short lived in the sense that I was very very young, and this was probably like a three year period. Yeah. Yeah. Or so about, but you know, I don't remember much of that. Yeah. So for me, um, almost the same thing, like. I think there might have been a point when I was maybe like very young, four or five, that maybe there was someone in the house. But like, there's no vivid memory because um, from say six onwards, we we never had anyone like that from what I remember. Um, and, but I had friends definitely that had, that had uh, that, that sort of like help around the house. And I think for me, it was always weird particularly when the person was kind of like close to your age in that sense so sometimes it's really someone really older so you call the person anti this anti that right and so there isn't that like weird vibe but i think more often than not in these days you you can almost tell the difference between someone who's like helping out around the house and someone who's like you know a part of the family in that in that sense but I'm going to dive into the history of it, right, in in a way, because I know it seems to be a trend that is pushed culturally um, from from our side of things. I'm pretty sure like other, you know, cultures might have a similar vibe, but we can only speak from our personal experience. But, you know, it it feels like, you know, um, that traditionally in the southern part of Nigeria, and I'm reading something out here, that a newly wedded couple receives a domestic assistant, quote unquote, mostly girls from the extended family. <laughs> Do you remember that episode of, of Mr. Ibu where, where the guy gave his kid as a present? As a present. For, <laughs> yeah, for yeah, marriage. yeah, yeah. It's like for marriage. Exactly. So you see, like, you know, it actually exists, right? So, you know, 
um, they, they give good domestic assistance, mostly girls from their extended family, either to facilitate quick childbearing or assist when their children were still young. Um, this form of assistance does not attract any form of payment. Rather, the child is expected to be trained by the host family, either by sending her to school or training her to acquire skills that would make her self-reliant later in life. The trend has changed, however, as new couples employ maids to serve them. The era of keeping children's or keeping relatives' children has gone. The mutual understanding, quote-unquote, assists the host and get trained of keeping relatives' children who are less privileged is not as strong as before. The new trend is pay and get served. And I sort of agree with that. So, so this yeah. this new trend, is, yeah. are, they, are they talking about like today, 2020? Today, 2020, yes. Today, 2020. So that the new trend is pay and get served. Um, and that makes it very interesting because, you know, when, you know, this thing said, um, bringing relatives from family, I feel a lot of people hide under that cover of, oh, this person. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, you ask the person now, um, if you dig deeper, you find out that maybe the person, they just come from the same village. They come from the same place. And for whatever reason, you, you pack that as, oh, the person is my family member, but are you really treating the person as your family member? You understand? Right. And so the, the question. The question or the argument I had with one of my housemates was kind of like, you you know, let's be real with what's going on. You understand? And if it's that you're paying this person to be employed in your house, like how old is the person? I always go back to the age thing because um, like one of the DMs we got, most of the people try to go younger when they get help because they're worried about what the old people can do. You know, the younger ones are easier. Yeah. They're malleable. You know, you feel like they're less threatening. And so, you know, you bring them on. But you say you're paying, but who are you even giving the money to? Um, we'll probably dive into like the whole, yeah. we'll, we'll dive into the whole middleman thing, you know, later on. But I feel like I'm I'm jumping the gun a bit. But you know, let, let, let's talk about the middlemen actually. Exactly. Those those those, yeah. those middlemen, honestly, I don't know too much, but mm-hmm. I know they exist in the sense of yeah. For example, the context the context you gave of hiding under the family bracket or yeah. hiding under, you know, this is my cousin's distance nephew's son's daughter's neighbor's family <laughs> member. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It is one of those things where, and I've seen this in real life, not just, not in my own circle per se, but, you know, in a way where, um, for example, um, I think it was probably my my grandpa's house or something where, you know, somebody brought, um, or rather, I think his, his former house help probably left or something. I don't know what happened to her. But one of my other aunties then, you know, said, okay, that she will call she call one lady who who has who who would send some who has some girls. Hmm. You get, but obviously, like she said that as a very casual as a very thing. casual thing. Oh my, yeah, you know, always, like, always, like, like, just a and, and 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 even me listening to that, I thought, oh, cool, yeah, call somebody <laughs> some girls that will come help grandpa in it. Hmm. But deepening in now, you're thinking, well, what is the network of girls? Mm-hmm. Because it's definitely not a profession. Because this is not a profession, yeah, Again, it's not recognized as a profession. There are no there are little rules that govern this uh engagement this this, yeah. this industry of of domestic workers. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll call one auntie. And you're thinking, okay, well, I'll call this auntie. Where's this auntie getting the girls from? Right. Mm. And the mm. auntie to my, you know, my say, okay, well, I'm getting the girls from, you know, somebody who just has people in their village to help. To help. Because mm. you know that helping thing, that that helping thing is always not always, but often one of the reasons people use as mm. a as a justification, sometimes yeah, exactly. yeah, sometimes I can say it makes sense. To be fair, because you can, you, and one can argue that they're bringing them to a new life, but a better life, rather, 
But you know, yeah. So they said that okay, well, um, I'm gonna call that auntie and everything. Yeah. But the middlemen are not are not often defined, or rather, they're not often exposed to the public. I think. Yeah. It's just often you know your your auntie your 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 auntie on your phone book who just knows somebody else on her phone book, Mm. but nobody actually checks the history. And actually, if if everyone checks the history, their mindset towards it is like, oh, that's all right because you know she's from Togo or she's from whatever country. It's mm. from village in Nigeria. Mm. That that's mm. fine, mm. you know. But yeah. again, my stance on this is a lot of things that we're talking about today, right now, this podcast episode. Yeah, I'm not saying it as a form of judgment on anyone. Yeah, and, and neither are you actually, because in True. the end, if we're speaking, if we're speaking as twenty something year olds, mm-hmm. we are talking about times where we had house helps, mm. when we had no, when we're economically. Useless. useless we had no so, so we're we're under our parents' house, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're being governed. We're, we're living by the standards and the lifestyle we thought were normal. Yeah, maybe yeah. I won't say I won't say it's abnormal, but the lifestyle we were brought into. Yeah, right. So, if you had a house of growing up, whatever mm-hmm. happened, uh, I mean, whatever happened in terms of how she got there, he or she got there. Yeah, it's not it's not an indictment on you because, yeah. bro, you you know it's it's your father's and mother's house, isn't it? Yeah. But then I'm just, it's, it's more of a reflective episode on the part about it. But I, I think it's also one reflective on one side. But on the second side, it's like, you know, like the article you shared with me, it's like, okay, so you moving forward, you know, what exactly will you be a position about this? Because, you know, I think yeah. people that are starting families now, for them, it's a no-brainer, like, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll get someone to help around the house. And again, don't don't get me on what you're wrong. Like, I don't think this is about, you know, getting help is wrong. But I think it's like, you know, are you paying? Are you actually like, are you getting it on the pretense or the, pre- not pretense, pretext? I'm not judging you. Are you getting it on the pretext of, you know, you're, you're bringing someone in to, you know, give them a better chance at life. But on the side, you know, they are returning, you know, they're gi- giving, I guess, back their service in return. And obviously because of our culture, as your culture, like, you know, it's not so much centered around like money. It's always about, you know, respect and honor and, you know, just giving back and things like that. But like the the, the statement I read earlier, you know, that is fading away pretty quickly. Like people want to get paid. Like you want to send money back um, to, to their parents at home. So now um, I'll track back a bit, right? And, and maybe ask you, so just obviously you didn't have any personal experience with, with, you know, uh, help around the house in that sense. And so I can almost predict what your answer would be, but you know, where we're both approaching ages where, you know, family is going to be, you know, a thing or a conversation, if that's what we're thinking about, you know, so would you, do you think you would, you know, get help around the house? And if you would, how do you think you go about it? Uh, that's a tough one. Um, first things first, right. Let's think about reasons why people get help. Yeah. Right. So, Sometimes in legit case, there's just no time, right? Like we, men, are, men and women are equal now in the workplace, in the world. So a man is working, a woman is working, mm-hmm. right? The kids got to get um, some take care of them. And sometimes yeah. if, you live in, if you live in Lagos, for Lagos, for example, you can't get to work and the school in in number of uh, hours. Yeah. That, that battle vibe that doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, it's almost, yeah. Yeah, it's almost unrealistic in a mega city. Yeah. So then you then wonder, okay, what is the next best thing to do? Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can understand how sometimes, even 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 for the child's sake, if it's a case of domestic worker helping with caregiving, yeah, and for the child's sake, it it helps. It's helpful, mm. right? So again, and but but just like you said, 
if if you take on that position of having having someone, it's not a bad thing, but it's about the constitutions that go around it. Yeah. That, yeah. that we can question. Yeah. So obviously, me going forward, if I have a family, not if when I have a family, yeah. Uh I I don't know. And what I do know is and, and, and what I do know is is this that I'm not gonna have a help where you know it's gonna be some underage person. Yeah. I'm not gonna have a help where I'll, I'll take into my home and will be crashing my house and I'm saying, okay, well, I'm I'm exchanging services. Mm. I'm not gonna have a help where I'm gonna disguise disguise help as 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 I mean disguise help as me and me giving you a new life or you know me me, me using you, mistreating you, you, you yeah, as a yeah, human. Yeah. Now I think I think the worst that I not I won't say the worst. Worst mm-hmm. the, the nearest extent I'll get to that phase is maybe if if I need to, if we need to, depending on our context, whoever my yeah. family is in the next whatever years, is eventually okay. Well, get someone to help us. I don't know, clean or, yeah. or someone from a professional standing. So exactly, like someone who actually a, a cleaner. Exactly. Then, let me right? let me let me jump here. Yeah. Let me jump here. So um, because do you now think there's a difference between a nanny and like a house help? Right, because you know what what you're describing, right? It sounds, at least from my perspective, it sounds like you know, there's there's something about I, I don't know, maybe it's just maybe it's just naming conventions, but like a nanny feels different than you know a house help in that sense, right? So, are they? Do you think they're the same thing? Do you think they're different, or do you think what you're describing is a nanny? I mean, they're definitely different. A nanny for for the definition of what a nanny is 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 take, taking care of the baby, mm-hmm. right? And the house help would do every, every other thing involved. Fair right, point. So your house help is just pretty much your your third hand. Mm-hmm. So 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 if your two hands are not not able to do anything, then you call your third hand to do it. Yeah. So, and so that could be cleaning, that could be dusting your shoes, mm-hmm. that could be you know even even helping the baby, whatever. There's definitely a difference between nanny and house help. Would I have a nanny? I don't know. That's that's something that I think. Of, of and get, yeah. Get get married to would have probably. A bigger say in it, not bigger say because she's a woman, mm. but a bigger say because that's something that I'm open to either ways. Yeah, yeah, right. And me, I'm somebody who I know that I mean, I, t- I tend to pick my battles within. So when it comes to having a conversation with my future wife, when that is, that's a battle that I would try to pick carefully because yeah. you know there's this, there's the certain stances that I would take. I mean, I don't know who that person is anyway, mm. so I can't really say <laughs> I can't really say we agree on this. But and that <laughs> is definitely possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but house help as we know it, living help, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, again, again, the world is moving very, very equal in the sense that, you know, as, 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 as a dad, you probably get, you know, paternity leave as well. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, yeah. go, um, who knows what, how that will be in the next five years, et cetera, mm-hmm. whenever that happens. Yeah. So, you know, that life is going to, life should make it easier for me as a man to, to be able to say, okay, yeah, I want to spend time with my kid and take care of my kid, yeah, my newborn baby, yeah. right? Just yeah. right, just just right before we enter the, the, the um, nursery school phase, mm-hmm. right? Because again, it even depends on the country you're in. Because you know, if you're in a country where everything works, everything works uh, mm-hmm. reasonably well, yeah, you can always navigate things, right? True, true. You can, you, you can trust several services, so you can trust that you know, like okay. if a child, if a child is at eight, yeah, nine, nine, ten p.m., mm-hmm. the school bus will drop them at home. Mm. whatever but mm. you know same same places where you know these structures make it difficult for you i.e um lagos you know if your child is well if child is, if child is in school you school bus 
Mm. You have to trust. Yeah, I mean, it has to be a very good school. Anyway, a very good school, to be honest. Exactly, exactly, exactly. You know, but yeah. I, they live in help. Nah, I, nah, my, my body doesn't move towards that. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. To be honest, um, I, I think I share your same, um, your perspective. And hearing you talk now, I wish we brought someone else on that had sort of like a different perspective because I think we're just going to echo each other's thoughts till this episode ends. <laughs> but, yeah. um, but I think definitely like living help, I've never been to, again, because I didn't grow up with it in that sense, I've never been too completely comfortable with it because like, if you want to, um, and I think the, the lines that we keep blurring of, you're helping someone, I give them. No, no, but, but, but also hold on. There's yeah. different between you growing up and you having your own family. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, a, it's so, a different vibe. No, so that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like, you know, growing up, I didn't have, so like, I don't have the mentality of it's being like something that, like, what I'm trying to say is that like, because I don't have that experience with it, it's a bit, I guess it's, it's not as straightforward as for me of, you know, if I, if and when I get married, you know, and we have kids that, you know, it's a straightforward thing that, yeah, definitely we should consider it, right? Like you said, it will be at that point, the variables would, you know, determine, you know, if, if that's a thing, right. But, you know, but like you said, some people like you ask with this question that we've asked each other right now, for some people it's a straight, yes. Like there's no, there's no two ways about it. It's like, there's no thinking about it. It's like, Oh, for sure. Like I'll get to nanny. And I think sometimes it's because, you know, you've grown up with that experience. So it just feels like a part of things. Right. Um, is what I'm trying to say. That's very interesting to, to hear from somebody who's direct. Yes. Because you can't even predict the future. Can you? So how do you know how, your family structure, the political structure, economic structure, or whatever you are at that point would be like, like what I said about the, you know, the, the, the paternity lifting, like the world is moving in that direction now. So, you know, five years ago, you, you, you probably would not hear as much of men. I mean, yeah. In countries that are more egalitarian, i.e. Sweden, Denmark, etc. Yeah. That's been going on. Yeah. But I mean like the less Western places, you, you mm-hmm. probably you really heard that, but nowadays it's getting more prominent anyway mm-hmm. for the, for the equal world. So, yeah, you never know. So you can't just say, "Oh, yeah, okay, nanny." Um, yeah. Who knows how how the world would be like in that? In that. Wait, wait, <laughs> in- wait, wait. I I think you're thinking. You, this is you talking. This is like Wale and Wale's perspective and Wale's like vibe about things. Because yeah, fair enough. Exactly. Because I'm thinking like no, but some people don't think about the future in that way. Like when when it comes to maybe marriage or family plan and things like that, people have very like straight cut timelines. Like when I'm 25, I'll be this. When I do this, I'll be that. I'm getting that. Like, no, nobody's thinking about any random thing. Okay. Say no, say it, say it. No, say it. I was going to say. No, say it. I that that people that have all those kind of checklists, life will give you a bazinga. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Can you share it? No, I mean, I, I just don't believe in that in checklists and things like that. You know, mm-hmm. you can't you, you can't hold your life to a standard and say, you know, when I'm 25, I'll have this. When I'm 30, yeah. I would, I would more like have a framework kids. now. Like it's more like a framework. So yeah, you can no, it's not about you can have goals, mm-hmm. right? But certain things are not in your control. You yeah. you find someone to marry. I mean, okay, well, 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 if you want to marry anybody on the streets, fair enough. That's, <laughs> it's, it's but if, but if you want to marry everyone that that everyone in the world wants to marry. Yeah. Then you cannot control that. I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so just, just uh, I think we spent a bit of time on that. So, um, let let's go into, um, let's see. I guess the the underage nature of things, right? Um, what are your thoughts about that? Um, what should the age limit be? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this this is not a case of what 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 do I think? Because <laughs> children underage kids should not be doing certain things, should they? What is underage? Because they are technically in the vul- 
Like, um, it depends on what country you are. Okay. Right? Let me speak okay. objectively. Depends right. on what country you are. Fair points, fair points. Right. In some places it's 18, some places it's 16. Hmm. Right. Because if I'm speaking with facts of values, there's, there's different things. So speaking with facts, some countries are 18, some countries are 16, some countries is lower than that. Some hmm. is even 12. Hmm. Right. But in terms of values, what do I think is underage? Well, I think, I don't know, honestly. It is, it's, <laughs> it's a hard one because, I mean, did, Okay, let me say I don't know because because then I'll almost sound like R. Kelly. <laughs> Underage is, is is definitely like somebody who is who is below 18. That and that is for sure. Right? Yeah. That one is non-negotiable. Yeah. But yeah. in the context of you know of you know living help, right? Mm-hmm. Are there are there any middle grounds in that 18-year-old to 16 or 14? Mm-hmm. That is tricky yeah. to explain, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Or to rather to determine. But I think Someone who can make decisions independently, some, someone who is no more in a vulnerable group, mm. can be somebody who is 18. I'm sorry, 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 I'm somebody who's 16, 17, 14, and 15. Mm. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So in terms of deci- in terms of deciding what underage is based on my values, that is difficult. Yeah. But that's if I rely on the factual measures, you know, countries, you some use under 18, some use under 16. Yeah. Some even use under 21. <laughs> or yeah. maybe under 12, yeah. you know. So my football brain kicked in a bit when I heard on that 10-2-1. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> but fair, fair point. And I'm looking at the comments here, right? And a lot of people are agreeing with the vibe that you mentioned about, um, you know, essentially I'll, I'll tag it as decoupling the house help thing, right? Where you get a cook to do the cook things, you get a cleaner to do the cleaning things, and you get someone to, like, again, just decoupling that whole experience. And I, and I think it's, that's probably like a smart way to go about it because, if you think about house hubs in the context of Nigeria, it's always a one size fits all. Like the person does every freaking thing in the house, right? Everything. Opens the gates, locks the door, feeds the dog, do all of that. Like it's just yeah, everything, right? And for me, it's always like very, very like let's not let's not backtrack there. But I mean, I mean that begs the question, like our our parents then bad parents, or they just socialize to think that way. It's a question I'm asking that I'm trying to figure out because yeah. you know, a lot yeah. of them. T- are good people in quotes by morals, mm. by mm. religion, their practice, mm. by social standing. Mm. Yet, but then, you know, yeah, I, you I, know, they would not see this as an issue. Yeah. So, so is is it a case of socialization? A case of, you know, people just being people just being bad. But it's a case of like, you know, um, um, I don't know if you, I don't know if you had that phrase where they said, we're we're all we're all, we're all dining with the devil. Mm. But the spoon, but the length of our spoons are different. Ah, okay. So, like you know, <laughs> so some people yeah, are so farther like, away so and like, some so like, closer. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, mm. like, is it is it that the parents, our parents, are just you know, our parents who practice this anyway are just all bad people inherently, but no. some are just worse than the others. So, I, you know, I think my, my my response to that or my thoughts about that is that you know it's not. <sighs> I don't want to say it's not a black and white thing because some things are plain wrong, but I think it's just, it's socialization in that sense, right? And it's something that we're socially blind to. And because it comes under so many different layers of, you know, you move to the city and, you know, at least you're helping someone's children. Like maybe, the, again, people try to justify why they do it. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not arguing for the fact that, you know, it's, 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 it's a bad thing 
or it's not a, a good thing to take someone from you know a less privileged background and give them more opportunities but it's like what is coming with that opportunity right i'd rather you go for a straight-up adoption right adopt the person let the person be like part of your family and then raise the person that way if you are really concerned about you know making someone's life better but don't hide on that like don't hide under the pretext of okay i've sounded very judgmental but i just feel it's weird when people hide under the prete- pretext of you know, uh, I'm helping this person, but like you, you, you observe the relationship. Maybe you're going to church. The person's wearing different clothes. It's different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and, and so I made the point. Yeah. That, yeah. See, that one, that one is always a striking thing because you see those. I won't use the word those, but you see some yeah. families where you know you can tell. Obviously, like it's so clear. Is, it's so clear. Is you understand? Is and, a, is, a, is, a, is, a, is a different class. Let me right? blow your mind now. And, let me blow your mind now. Yeah. No, this statement we just made, how you just agree with it. I was speaking to someone and this is not to cast expressions on the person's character, but the person kind of like said that, oh, but like if you treat them the same way, like, you know, some of them are wild and things like that. And so like, and I'm like, are you hearing the things you're saying? Because for me, and maybe that brings us into some of another question here, which is comparing this household thing to slavery in that sense. Because I'm like, what is making you different from saying the reason why you're treating this person different is because, you know, they've, They've grown up not in the city, so they're they've been socialized differently, and so you can't love them the same way you love your kids because that can lead to something bad in that sense. I'm like, how does that sound different from the white man saying, you know, the yeah, it's, it's yeah. the same. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the bloody same. Like, you understand? Domestic help, domestic work is rooted. This is not what they give an opinion. Mm. If you look mm. at the facts, research, I love this. It's rooted <laughs> in in colonialism, mm. slavery, mm. and servitude. Mm. right mm. and and again if you look at how slavery and all those things work is the fact that workplace regulation was zero mm. so you kill a slave no one no one no, nothing happens mm. right mm. but you but you kill your employer at work some someone sues you mm. right mm. so domestic help there is no regulation there is no professional body to say okay well, domestic helpers this is how to even do they, are, they are they 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 do jack nonsense or jack nothing it's really hard right? like, like it, it's a very so, thing. so so yeah. it is rooted in in slavery and colonization mm. and it's one of the things it's one of the reasons why you know black people also say that well we can't be racist or we can't be uh you know we can't mm. be the oppressor too mm. you know mm. but it is a misleading thought because mm. in our own circles we often practice those prejudices that human beings can be guilty of doing Mm. And just because right, so the same skin as you, you feel it's okay. Now that example that 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 brother gave, right? Yeah. Again, I don't blame him because sometimes when when you go through an experience that you later grow up to realize that was an, was a negative experience that you practiced, mm. it is psychologically difficult for your mind to be at peace with that. Mm. 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 So you would always find, maybe not always, but you your body or your mind will find ways to justify that in whatever ways you can. Mm. Right. Mm. I the same reason same reason why the same the same people who are slave owners or domestic help workers, whatever, whatever yeah. reason, would would say, well, that we are super, uh, our, our IQ is better than them. Mm. Right. Mm. And in this case, the guys give an example of well, they will go wild. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. the same reasons why uh, it's the same reasons why we human beings, mm. when you cross a traffic light that is red. Mm. Yeah, you you give yourself a good reason for it. Oh, I'm late. Mm-hmm. Or when someone mm-hmm. does in front of you, like look at that prick, mad person. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right. Because because we always want to give ourselves justifications, right? Mm-hmm. And I think this thing applies to him. But where does the bar stop? Now the bar stops here. 
during this whole BLM thing, and I hate that we're going into that for this topic, but, <laughs> but it kind of relates. During that during sure. whole BLM thing, I saw a quote from, from a random post from somebody that till today, honestly, like, you know, when you think Instagram can't have impact on your life, but this one, this one actually did. Hmm. Some girl put up a post, right, on about, about her experience on a train, you know, she was on the train, yeah, and then and then and then a black man came inside the train, and then and then at first thought was like she was Defensive. in the shoe, yeah, yeah, right. And then after that, she then thought and said, actually, why am I shook? Hmm. What's the issue? Why hmm. am I shook? Hmm. So she started to like think about okay, chill, you know, this is this is just me reacting to what society has brought upon us. Absolutely. And what she said in, in that post was that in most cases, your first thought in reaction to something. Hmm. Is what even socialized to think, mm. Mm. and that and that's okay. Mm. But the most, most but the most important thoughts is the next one that comes after. Mm. So what do you think next? Mm. Do you justify so if, it? If your mm. next thought, mm. if your, if your next thought is justifying the first one. Mm. That is where the problem is. Mm. But if your next thought is saying, "Okay, bro, why am I thinking this way?" Yeah, you know, should I be thinking differently? What's yeah. the root cause of my thoughts? Mm. That that is when you are you, you are practicing humanity. Because mm. sometimes you cannot stray away from from what you've been taught taught by the world. Absolutely, it is it is so deep in you, mm. bro. Like if you know, if 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 you know what we grasp in our heads from age seven, it is it is ridiculous. Yo. It's ridiculously Yo. huge, Yo. right? So and so let alone when you're age age forty, mm. right? So in this guy's case, I don't blame him for saying that. But mm. what I don't like about what he said is justification. You know, yeah, some of them are wild. Yeah. Me, me, I believe that I believe that it's, it's everyone's it's everyone's responsibility to be self-aware. And this relates to what we spoke about in independence. Yeah. Because you have to be independent, not from not only from your family, but from society. Hmm. Hmm. And that comes hmm. from your your brain, your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And and you know, I think this boils back to the thing that I said, right? It's like you to saying you're, you're, you're trying to justify this situation we're talking about in that kind of way is you refusing to take responsibility for certain things. Because again, like I said, if we think about it as adoption, right? Right. If, if you are truly trying to help, think of it as an adoption. And if this person, you truly adopted this person to be a child, to bear the same name as you to in, maybe if you don't have any kids, be your, the heir to your resources and things like that, will you treat the person the way they're being treated, right? I'm not saying like we should all be equal in society, but I'm saying if your reason for justifying the thing that you're doing is that you're helping someone improve their life, then let's be real with it, right? I, I know it sounds I, like the reason why I wanted to, uh, why I like that we're doing this conversation is that like we're not trying to, you know, judge or like cast expressions in anyone's character. It's more about like, okay, th- this is something that is very common it almost feels very normal, but we're just raising the question, you know, is it normal in that sense? And now I want us to like, in the last few minutes of this, you know, dive a bit deeper into the downsides and the things that get shrouded, you know, in all of this. And it's, it, it's a heavy one, but it, it, it's, it, I'll read the statement house that, you know, for some of these domestic workers who are a large percentage, usually girls, is that isolated in private homes, domestic workers suffer psychological, physical, and sometimes sexual abuse. Domestic workers are often regarded as mere slaves without any rights, either as workers or human beings, and in gross violations of the Child Rights Act and the Universal Basic Education Act. Um, yeah, so I'll stop there. I'll stop there. But the point I'm trying to make or what I want us to you know, touch on a bit is because of this thing of seeing them as less than deserving of a certain level of life or certain level of you know, humanity, you know, 
you take away some of their rights and start to, and some of the things that you do that are society actually, if you did it to any other person in society, you probably go to jail for it. You get away with it with these people under the pretext of, you know, you're putting a roof over their head and, you know, because the question is why do some of them, most of them run away? Like that's a general, very generalistic statement, but like, you know, we, we can all, we're all like probably two or three degrees removed from someone who had a house help that ran away. Now, sure, some of them might have run away because of, you might have been the nicest person to them and they still run away, but that probably is the exception. You understand? Um, so maybe just your, your, your thoughts about that, like this, maybe just to shape it a bit better, the, the feeling of them, you're not treating them as human and so you don't feel like you need to afford them the same rights as any regular person, but then leads to things like, you know, abuse, um, both psychological, physical, and maybe sexual as well. I mean, let's just, let's just acknowledge first before I go on and say that the abuse sometimes is both ways. Because um, you, yeah. you also find domestic workers that abuse the kids. The kids. Yeah, yeah, that is true. That is uh, true. I'm, not, I'm not sure what the degrees are in terms of numbers. I do not know that statistic, but it's both ways. We have, we have to measure that. Yeah. Um, and I guess sometimes it's just the price you have to pay. Because you bring in someone who's not your family member to live with you as a family member. Yeah. Right? You are banking on faith and banking on the good of humanity. Mm. 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 Right? So you are just assuming that they will be they'll turn out, if they are young, they'll, they'll turn out to be good people, which is why you get them young. Yeah. And if they're old, you'll, they'll be good, good people already. Mm. Right? But that aside, um, yes, definitely, because a lot of domestic workers have lack of options. Yeah, and then that makes them very, very vulnerable mm. in their standing, and it's funny because I think I want to, this episode is making me. I am, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not always as calm as this when, <laughs> when we're speaking. Um, but it's interesting because it's just, it's just one of the things where it is sad mm. and under, under explored or or under. It's not spoken it about enough. Yeah, it doesn't get enough of time on air. Because, because again, a lot of who we are as adults is from how we're brought up. So the reason is the same reason why people say, well, I want a nanny by force, mm. which is not a bad thing, but it often reflects how they're brought up. Mm. Right. And and you know, and in this case of domestic workers, a lot of them definitely go through a lot of terrible things. Yeah. Um, you know, sexual abuse, you know, sometimes, yeah, it's that, that definitely happens, hmm. right? I mean, yeah, you can argue that it's both ways. So some some domestic workers, there are stories where you know some of them abuse the kids that they yeah. work with as well. Yeah. yeah. But again, it's both ways, like I said, and and it's it's almost a very sad situation because hmm. I ask myself this: Is it every? First of all, what is the fundamental reason why we want domestic workers? Right. So yes. So some of them actually are useful and helpful. Right. Yeah. We pay them and we, and we and we do do service, which is great. Yeah. Right. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. But some and those cases are are, are spot on good. Mm. But in some cases, it's also like a status thing. I think. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um. Because sometimes I've seen families where absolutely not, absolutely not needed. <laughs> mm. Right. Mm. But it's a status thing. You know, because again, maybe back in the day, and I think someone put in the comments where he said, um, that's the, and those were our parents' understandings of the, of the times. Yeah. Maybe back in the day, you know, that's 
that's that's what actually not maybe back in the day because Probably in medieval was. Europe, yeah, yeah, in the in the Middle Ages, those days, this was a norm. There were housemaids for those that were rich, mm-hmm. right? So it's only so it's only rich folks that had maids and stuff. But obviously, like like I said, as middle class started growing, yeah, you know, we began to have these folks, yeah. Um, but then again, like, I question the intent. What is the intent mm-hmm. for having a domestic worker? Mm-hmm. Is it just because it is a status thing? Is it just because your family has always done it? Is it because you actually need yeah. someone? Because when you have somebody who you don't actually need, you don't you, you don't you don't value them. Yeah. And then and then that makes you not see them as human beings, mm. or maybe see them less as human beings, yeah. see them as dis- disposable. Yeah. And the minute and the minute you can compare someone to some, the minute you can put a human being on that something level. disposable on that level, it is a dangerous thing. Yeah. Because it's a it's, it's 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 a it's a terrible path to to take on. Not yeah. just I mean I and I, I don't mean become a murderer, but even no. just something as you know, just thinking of them as 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 you know as maybe okay, they must eat last, for example. Mm. You know, you you can't eat before we eat, mm. and, and and that kind of vibe. It is it's a scary thing. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, I. And I, I think, you know, the thing you said, right, it's like if you, the moment you begin to like, you know, think of them as less or anything, I think you'll probably even surprise yourself the things that you you end up doing because you're not processing it the same way you'd process it with like, you know, in, in a typical situation. Hey, you made it halfway. Thanks for hanging on. All right. So now just take a quick pause and subscribe to the 20s Combos podcast on the app that you're listening to right now. Yeah, I mean it. I'm giving you the time to do it right now. Done? Cool. All right, so we're going to dive right back into the episode. And the last 20 minutes of this was kind of like a freestyle, uh, but we still shared a lot of interesting thoughts. All right, catch you at the end of the episode. So we're, we've, we've covered pretty much, you know, most of this. So th- this is probably going to be a freestyle until the end. But, but you know also, yeah. you know also, yeah. like one thing that, even this world is just messed up, honestly, <laughs> terrible world. Because everybody knows, everybody knows, this is not a new secret. Everybody knows how, how much there's literally human slavery going on in 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 the Middle East with mm. regarding mm. domestic workers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not news, mm. right? But it's like we all, I don't know, this is, okay, maybe, okay, maybe, maybe this is me leaving, this is me departing from my calm state. Yeah. But, but everybody wants everyone to pick their causes, you know, let us um, support uh, whatever cause we're supporting. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, we all know that there's people out there in in Middle East who are li- literally being treated like crap, like proper proper dogs, mm. right? I mean, there's documentaries all over the internet. If you, mm. this is not documentaries all over the internet that released over the last, even on ne- I think on Netflix, maybe I don't know, yeah. or YouTube, whatever. Mm. So, but the thing is, I don't know if you'll keep quiet about it, or, or maybe we we'll post it one day. But my point is, it's never, it's never about us; it's about all these bodies. That that actors, you know, yeah, we are we are here for world mm. world peace or world yeah. uh, equality and things and, like that, and, and making it better, yeah, yeah. And, and all those things. But this this thing is still going on, yeah. You know, and it's pretty, it's pretty much a turning of a blind eye, mm. right? And that is why I'm saying, like, you know, and when people say, "Oh, yeah, um, 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 why don't you tweet about these certain issues, or why don't you?" And yeah. posts about about certain movement. Thing is, every no, not everybody cares, mm. right? I can I, I can post about something, 
and care about it deeply. And, and I can do it and I don't care about it deeply yeah. at, at all. Okay, yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm beginning to go on a tangent now. But yeah. my point here is, is this. We have enough evidence to show how detrimental this thing is happening in the world. Yeah. On a large scale. Yeah. Right. Not just even Africa, but like even in Asia as well. Yeah. Right. On a large scale. Mm. Right. But yeah, it's like I've not I've not seen any significant breakthrough or, yeah. or significant movement to address this. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, it, it's probably from that thing of Hasaminaj said something on one of his final episodes of Pictures Acts in a season in the sense that there's so many things to causes to be a part of and, you know, fight for in the world. And I guess it's okay if, you know, you're not a part of all of them, but you're a part of the ones you can be a part of because it can get very mentally tiring, you know, to, cause there's a lot of injustice in the world. Like this, this domestic worker thing we're speaking about is just one of the many things, right? Some have gotten a lot of airtime um, and then stopped getting airtime. Some are, they've been getting airtime for a long time um, and others have you know formed you know grandchildren of movements and things like that so I think it's I think it's great that we're having conversations around it and you'd be surprised that something you feel is very quiet the moment you start looking for signs for things that are being said about it you find maybe not a large number but you find enough to to go on because Nigeria has tried its best to you know at least in terms of what the standard is from UNICEF and some other organizations that focus on children's rights and things like that. They, they've proposed standards to Nigeria. Nigeria has included some of the things in its laws, but as we know in Nigeria, it's the, the law is just, it, it's just one part the, of the, the law doesn't mean anything. It, it, it really doesn't mean anything like to, 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 to the common man. Right. Like, and so it, it's more like, I almost feel not powerless, but it's like, I guess the best we can do or the least we can do is, you know, raise those conversations among our circles because I I feel that, you know, for, for so many parents around or our parents around those circles, like it was, it was, so, it was too, it was too common. That was my thing. Like it was just too common. I'm thinking about it now. And, you know, I, I had friends that didn't have just one, but two, I guess, honestly, okay. There were five in their house. So, you know, obviously that, that was pretty wild, but mine is not like, I don't think what we're saying here is don't have domestic help. Um, but like, please dig deeper into what really is going on. Like I'm saying this to myself as well. Like if I get to that stage as well, it's like, you know, why, why I almost feel it's like an economic thing, right? It's cheaper to get that than to decouple it and pay someone to clean, pay someone to do this. And yeah. all you understand? So, so if you are really the middle class and you want to show your wealth, then pay, pay for it. Like don't, <laughs> like if, if if that's the point of it, you understand. But the funny thing is, with the way the world is going, right? The world has even advanced beyond Middle Ages, beyond the nineties. So I mean, people people that own, the people that families that get people to clean, for example, there's dishwashers and washing machines now that will save half, half of that. Yeah, exactly. You know, like there's vacuum vacuum cleaners to to vacuum, so nobody's used to, nobody needs to use the broomstick and the broom anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what else? You know you have you have um. There's there's now like more more options to transport, you know. There is there is there's a lot more um, there's a lot more intersections of um, childcare in terms of um, nursery schools and, and and all of that, right? So, hmm. I mean, I'm hoping as the world is going, as we are growing up anyway, yeah, we have more options to explore, to raise families and etc. Hmm. You know, and 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 that leads me to the point where I said a lot of these things, a lot of these things we're talking about today. Is are pretty much reflections mm. slash projections. Mm. So reflections in the sense that reflecting on how 
you know, we saw these things in our circles, in our homes as well, growing up. But how has that protected to how we think the future would be for ourselves? Mm. Right. I.e. someone who have, who has a nanny growing up thinks, well, okay, I'm going to have a nanny by default when I grow up. Yeah. But then you ask yourself, why? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you're getting nanny. Mm-hmm. You can do what you want. Yeah. But what is your intent? Is it just because you had one growing up? Mm-hmm. Is there a logical reason for it? And besides, you can't even know where you, where you end up, who you end up with, the kind of child you have, where you'll be mm-hmm. the next Whenever years you you get to that phase, mm. right? So if you don't ask yourself those reasons why you because like I said you it's just well for every human being your childhood is what it predicts a lot about who you are as an adult. Absolutely. Right. So for everything you you think is in, is is inherent that you that you want that you that you think you project into your future. Mm. Look back. Look back and say, bro, sister, why do I want this? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and me again, like I, I can I can I can I'm saying this saying okay, maybe because I didn't have um house helps in my house. So I mean I mean I, like I said, we had one we had one ish mm. like three years when I was very young that I remember v- vaguely. Mm. But in my formative years, I we didn't have any. And my mom did not want one. I don't know what her reasons were. Maybe mm. it was disciplined, I don't know, for her. I'll actually call her and ask her after this mm. chat. Mm. But but we didn't have one. So that could and so that could that could be a reason why I am not seeing the need. The need. But then again, I do, I do know this. I know that a number of families, a number yeah. of households, a number of people yeah. tend to see your normal life work as, as a demeaning thing. So like what so like people the some people that think that oh if I'm doing my chores in our house myself, we are mm-hmm. not of a, of a social standing. Yeah, it goes back to the whole middle class rising thing, to be honest. I, I think, you know, when... Right. Yeah, I'll let you continue. I'm sorry for cutting you in. I've turned into you now. But like, when 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 you're... When you look only at the surface... <laughs> when you look only at the surface of things, right? When you observe something at a distance and want to replicate it, like, you would most likely not replicate the true essence of it. You understand, right? Because let, let's go back to butlers and things like that. We watch all these medieval movies and things like that. Like butlers were people that were proud to do the work they were doing. They were essentially house managers and things like that. But, you know, you from the outside, you see that and you're like, oh, I want to have someone that takes care of things like that. But you don't really understand the pathway. Not saying like there's a book you need to study to know how to employ someone or do things like that. But it's like the point I'm trying to make here, and I'll stop it now, is that like when you see something on the surface, don't be too quick to just like take that as what it is and then run with it. So, like ask yourself these questions that we're talking about. You understand? Like if you're going to get a living help, it's a simple question as where, where would they sleep? Where would they stay? Because you, you see very weird situations, Wally. Like you, you go somewhere and like, this is a house, beautiful house, like spanking cars, things like that. The house may sleeps in the kitchen on a mat. You understand? I'm like, bro, like that. Yeah, that is, that, that is, that is definitely human whatever the word is, but everything negative follows, follows you, man. I don't know what that word is, but that is, that is, um, what's the word we're looking for? Human what? Human rights. Yeah, that, I don't know, yeah, if, yeah, I don't know like, if I call it human rights violation, but it, is. it probably is because, hmm. I mean, first of all, um, I don't know what adults, 22-year-old help you bring to your house. Hmm. Okay, I can't say that because it's possible. Hmm. But if anybody's willing to sleep on the floor in the kitchen, it's because hmm. they have no option. Hmm. Hmm. Right, yeah. and it's because if they have no options, because you've taken somebody who is vulnerable, mm. that is weak, that mm. can't say no. I've seen that as maybe under this roof is my salvation. 
Yeah. So whenever I plop my slip on, advantage. I am I'm happy. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe they're not happy, but 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 they can't read. They yeah. have a choice. Yeah. Right. But the point is, you're capitalizing on that person's vulnerability mm. and weakness. Mm. Mm. And I don't care how how old that person is. Mm. That is that is pretty much a monstrous behavior if you yeah. have somebody sleeping on the kitchen floor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And unless that is again nothing nothing short of disgraceful and and in and in, inhumane because again yeah. that is you seeing the person less than a human being. Yeah. Yeah. Because because if it's you ask yourself if it's your own cousin or your nephew or your daughter's brother's mm. sister's neighbor's child son whatever <laughs> the link is mm. would you let that happen? Mm. Mm. Yeah. You know and and I guess the question is. I don't know what it gives such people to do that kind of thing. Like, I can't imagine me having a house, a a duplex, whatever, five bed. Yeah. And then I have and I have two kids, and I'll say, okay, I'll, I'll, the house in there must sleep in the kitchen. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what it is that would make me just even think about that as as an alternative. Yeah. Is it a power play? If it's a power I play, then that's it. stupid because because already I have the house. Mm-hmm. It in my name. Mm-hmm. What am I trying to do? I'm trying to make sure that, that 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 person does not get any any strength to be able to stand for that for themselves. Mm-hmm. And that is slavery, mm-hmm. because as simple as this, anybody that's teaching you to need them more is enslaving you. Oof. That that is the way this this this, this world works. Mm-hmm. So if somebody is is making you need them more for every single thing, then that that's them making you sit down on their trap, mm-hmm. right? And if that's something that I'm doing actively, then now I, I look at myself and say, okay, Wally, you got to stop that. Check yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Powerful, powerful. Um, so like maybe closing points. Um, I don't think this is this is something we can use our typical solutions for, like, you know, in terms of talking about what the solutions are. But I think this is just what I would say maybe uh, as a closing thoughts before I, you know, pass it on to you, Wale, is is that like, you know, with everything in in life and with everything that seems very normal to you, like I think it's really good to have filters that you pass any of your you know, positions on matters on pretty, you know, pre- just pass pass it through a filter. Don't don't just take anything. Just 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 take anything at you know the surface level, you know, and, and, and things like that. Because you know, like we've said, that there's some things that you know we've seen, and you know, yeah, because I said this thing to you before that I feel like some of these things are repressed memories in the sense that you know you're just sitting down as you're researching this topic, and you just you think of something, and you're like, oh shit, like I actually remember you know, someone in someone's house. Like I, I was talking to my housemates about this. Mm-hmm. And the kind of examples I was getting, you know, where, like I, I don't even want to go on to start saying the examples now because some of it is just very, you know, concerning. And forgive the noise. Uh, no, some, say it, say it, say it, say it, say it. Say it say oh, okay. Okay. So, so like this, this person, um, there's a party downstairs, just if you can hear the noise. That's fine, that's fine. Yeah. So, but, so, so this person, you know, they noticed um one of my, housemates you know went to the person's house and noticed that you know this this house girl you know was high body hygiene was a thing you understand and so you know the person you know just bought like you know um roll-on for the person right to to use and things like that but then a couple of weeks later i think accidentally bumped into this person in the bathroom like this is a female right and you know saw that she was using water alone to take a shower and so she went to like her cousins where the the maid was staying like how far like you know this girl isn't doesn't have soap 
They're like, eh, yeah, because they, they'll share their own soap and they can't give it to her to use. And they're like, okay, cool, but can you like give her like another bar? They're like, ah, no, but it's, it's like our soap. So like we have, like we can't give her one of the new ones. Like, Wait, are those the kids saying that or the parents? Yeah, the kids, the kids, the kids, the kids. So, and this is where the problem lies, right? Now, actually, you know what? Yes. Yeah. Some kids actually just bear evil. It's not about <laughs> upbringing. Some people are actually just born, 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 to be, born to be devils. <laughs> right and 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 it's a parent it's a parent's job to recognize if my child no some 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 people are just are just born evil honestly some some are just born with a twisted mind but as a, as a parent you gotta clock down and say this my boy That's is it. acting wayward with his toys i have to i have to curve it out as early as possible yo yo but yeah like and, and so like I think that's the red flag. The flag is in that, yes, there's situations where Wale has described, like some children just need to, you know, be disciplined in, a, in an interesting kind of way. But also like some of them just mimic their parents, right? You've seen that. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Because, you know, and then think about it, particularly when you're even going younger, because honestly, you should even, once the person is below the working age, let's say it's 16 in Nigeria, for example, the person shouldn't be like in your house working. And if the person is in your house, is adoption like just treat adoption? Well, imagine a situation where you know all children are watching TV, and including this person that you said you're helping, and then they hear the horn at the gate, and the only person that thinks to stand up to go open the gate or to rush into the kitchen to start doing something is the person that you're helping. For me, that's when you, that's when you should begin to understand that you've there's the, a ball has been dropped somewhere, and and I'm speaking of you know. If if the if the person is below the working age, right? Like once the person is above the working age, I'm not saying you should treat them badly, but like pay them what they're worth, you know, proper employment and things like that. Because like if if we don't ourselves taking these things into our hands, then the trend just continues and it just keeps getting passed down. Because right now, like okay, I haven't gone to any of my friends. Like most of my friends are just getting married and getting kids. So maybe we will see if they've internalized some of the things that, you know, we've seen in the past without questioning themselves. But I, I'll stop here um, and let you, you know. I mean, they, they they probably have, I mean, there is so much evidence, psychology, psychology evidence research done to show that a lot of behaviors that we exhibit as adults, as adults stem from our upbringing. Yeah. Right? And it's your job to, it's your job to recognize them. If you don't, then you're, then you're pretty much living in a mirror life of your past. And if it's a good past, fair enough. But if it's a bad one, tough um but yeah it's i think okay, okay let me start by saying this i know some some people might be hearing this and you know for following following some categories that we that listed out today i think what i'll say first is again missing this is easier for me to say because i didn't experience any of this directly so yeah. it's easier for me to say it yeah but also if you experience that directly then i wouldn't feel too guilty about it because you already know that it existed, it happened. Fine, that is the past, mm. right? Forgive yourself, cleanse yourself of those whatever things you <laughs> think you want to cleanse yourself of, right? And the key thing is, like I said, we've done reflections and we're doing projections. Mm. For the projections bits for the future, we'll say, what have I learned from the past mm. in my household that 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 deep as normal, mm. but actually, I got to sit down and question, mm. Mm. right? Because I can't judge you for for a, for a point when you were economically useless, dependent on your, on your parents. So I'll judge you. For, um, I'll judge you from a point where you had your own standing mm. and made your own rules mm. and live by them, and mm. your own rules that you that you live by. Some people suffered, mm. right? Mm. That is one thing. So it's about the future that matters. So if you're if you're seeing the point where you can still shape that future to where you want to shape it to as a person who wants to have 
a domestic worker or, or a house help or whatever in different house in the future. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Right. But recognize whatever rules or patterns you set mm-hmm. at that point. And, mm-hmm. and look at how your life, your history relates to that. Absolutely. Secondly, what I'll say is, um, you know, I don't think having, and I don't think anyone should make, should make anyone feel guilty for having a nanny or a cook or a driver or a help. You know, if it's done within the bounds of the law and, and morals, I think that is fine. You know, I wouldn't judge, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I won't tell anybody who has a cook as lazy. I won't call anybody who has a driver as anything because you can do what you want to do your life or your money, your house. You are your yeah. own person. Yeah. As long as it's within the bounds, the boundaries of of legality and morality. Mm. Yes, we all say morals is subjective, but please come on, there's come on, come on, morals that we all agree. Mm. are good morals mm. Mm. so honestly that is my closing statement but also let's not turn blind eyes to this and um, when we see it you know and again if you see it happening in your circles have the conversations you don't have to judge somebody and say oh you are doing trash no don't call people out like that you can if you want to fine but it helps it helps when you have a civil conversation mm. with people mm. around you and we see talk to them about it because some people like you just said to be you, people don't people do things that don't even know, mm. you know, why they're doing it. So, like, even the kids with the bar soap, mm. they think that's that's pretty normal. But it takes Someone a chat out. with them, a deep chat with them to make them realize that, you know, like, bro, this is not good, mm. pretty much. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think you, you've said it well. Um, and that brings us to the end of, you know, episode five, halfway through season two, man. That's Yes. Yeah, you. yeah, 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 you. yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, um I'm really I'm I'm really really happy about the fact that we've gotten to five already. I think it's it's been very, very quick. Yeah. Um next week, okay. I, I won't reveal next week's topic yet, but obviously I can't wait to come back next week again and see you guys. But, but next week we've got a guest next week mm-hmm. coming chat with us, and next week should be fun. Yeah. As yeah. well. It could actually connect to this episode in a weird way, but we'll see. Yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. True, true, yeah. true. Yeah. But yeah, um I'm shout out to you guys on the last live chat you guys are yeah obviously. always absolutely absolutely uh, uh again like again it's always good when you guys contribute to conversation so that's great mm. um that and, and that helps us keep the the button going doesn't it yeah absolutely absolutely like there's a lot of strong thoughts in there today um i guess we always say this thing but we'll try to you know engage a bit more but you know but i think you guys are pretty much good in engaging yourselves so, you know shout out to tell me yeah why. yeah Hi again, thank you for listening to this week's episode of 20s Combos. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to subscribe. You can also share it with a friend you think might enjoy this too. We release new episodes every Monday. You can also follow us on Instagram at 20s Combos to join the conversation. We post quotes, polls, and other content from each of the episodes every week. Remember, it's at 20s Combos. Till next time, take care and stay safe.